Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. something from the content grab bag this week um pierce you you brought us an idea that you you wanted to discuss something that uh, a question that someone posed to you recently that kind of caught you off guard yeah and and also grab bag i think seasonally it's like the uh really the decorational decorative jack-o'-lantern is is where we're pulling it from you know just kind of like potential topics sure um as we get autumnal but earlier in the summer actually um some i guess friends of ours were visiting and um it's a a couple of a certain age uh middle-aged dad and and nuclear family um with some kids middle school high school and we're walking around and and he asks me a question, the dad, at some point, and he says, when's the last time you bought a gift for yourself? And I was very perplexed at this and actually asked him what he meant by a gift for myself. And his response was very casual in, in terms of what that what that means. And I think we'll get into that because it doesn't necessarily mean the same thing for everyone. But what he really stressed was the importance of buying a gift for yourself. And that has stuck with me in terms of I accepted the um, the soundness of that premise that it is good to buy a gift for yourself. It's theoretically something that gives you joy. But where it gets difficult, and I think I've kind of talked to uh, not you, Sean, but but Kevin and Max. I've talked to both of you about it, and I think we've all thought deeply about what a gift is. And I'm curious if if there's kind of more an objective way to look at one, you know, what is what is a gift for yourself, and and two, um, if we should maybe be better about it. I don't know. I, I mean. And and Sean, because we haven't talked with you about it yet, you know, I want to get to Kevin and Max, but you are off the rip, like responding to this this idea and this concept. Yeah. So when I the first time this phrase got brought up, I, my thought was, I think it's going to be very important how we define a gift because by one definition. It's something that I do somewhat frequently throughout the year without even really thinking about it. Like, I'll go to Barnes & Noble and buy a book, um, you know, or see a cool, you know, like it. you go to a concert and you buy a record or you buy a T-shirt. Like, you know, I, it, in some ways it's sort, of, it's sort of hard to argue that that's not getting yourself a gift. But in other ways, I think – and I think the context of who said it to you and and where they are in your life, mm-hmm. 
I think that we're talking about something that's a little more substantial, something that's a little more thoughtful and less tossed off. You know, it's not just something, it's not necessarily just like, I bought a book on a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Or there could be another way to look at this entirely, which is to live the kind of life, you know, uh, that it's advice to live the kind of life where the act of buying yourself a book on a Wednesday is actually indeed quite a meaningful experience. So like I, I'm I'm torn in all these different directions. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated by this. So I think that the tearing and and Max, I will get to you because I know you've had more nuanced thoughts of this. But Kevin, your reaction initially to this question, I thought was it's almost like a good base level for us because I think you have a pretty, or at least you did have a very strict definition of what you count as as a gift. And it is not necessarily what I think of, but I I think yours is good for having something approaching a binary for this. Yeah, my my initial thought was uh, like anything that is anything that is, uh, I mean, optional if you want to get super binary. But if I kind of have my if I have like you know my budget spreadsheet, there's your categories like your groceries, pets medical car like these things that more or less like yeah you could spend less on groceries but like more or less those are categorized and there's just like one bucket at the end which is discretionary spending like whatever i want to spend this money on i can i've hit my savings goals and anything that comes out of that bucket you know i could argue argue as a gift um and for me i found it i find that like so that would include if I go out to trivia and get a couple of beers, that would be a gift. Um, and, you know, again, if we're talking as close to binary as possible, that, that you know, that's that's what I get. And for me, it, it kind of really is a gift because that used to be something that was not easy for me and caused me a lot of stress. And now it doesn't. So, like, the ability to spend money on experiences uh, without stressing myself out i consider to be quite a gift uh to myself Hmm. so that i i like that there's a a story to that too whether i agree with your depiction or not i think what will be important here is kind of depends on the person And, and your story is one of actually growth in a lot of ways like you're you're not worried about giving yourself a gift. I think I have some more worries about giving myself a gift and maybe I should take from you in categories. But Max, I think your framing is pretty different than than Kevin's and it is maybe more, maybe slightly more ambiguous. I don't know if that's the right word to say, but you should express it. Yeah, I, first of all, I'd say it doesn't matter that you don't agree with with Kevin. I think the 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 reason why I found this question inspirational is that it's it's sort of a it's sort of a form of self care, and that's how I took it as like a you know doing something for yourself. And so I immediately discount really uh, any money that I spend on my family. So most you know dinners, groceries, experiences I'm doing you know with my wife, and so that's like. 
for me, a gift to myself is, like, buying myself something specifically for me that I don't need. Mm -hmm. And when you said that, I realized I do not do that very often. Yeah. I don't even go to the store and buy books. Like, I, I don't buy a lot of stuff for myself. And so it made me actually think really consciously. And even, like, and I say need, like, it's even tough to say. Like, even in my mind, like, right. I bought myself new skis two years ago. And I, like, I guess that's a gift. But even in my head, I'm thinking, like, it's also something that, like, I wouldn't get just naturally through living. And so what I'm looking to buy myself now is a new teapot. Because I haven't replaced my teapot since high school. And I use it almost every day. And that's something that, like, I, I, it's almost something that, like, someone could give me as a gift, and I clearly don't need one, and yet it would spark joy to get myself one, and it's something that's just for me. So it is kind of a nuanced answer, but I think I go back to the whole, like, without framing it as a self-care, like, for me personally, it's not an experience thing, because unlike, I don't really think about budgeting necessarily when it comes to experiences or, or trips as much, so it was much more of, like, a... You know, when when have I bought myself something? It always goes back to what Sean was saying around the books. Like again, like when when was I, when did I last go to the store and just buy myself a record? Like, I I re it doesn't happen very often. Mm -hmm. So, I think some things you've said, Max, that that appeal to me, um, and and maybe don't stray too far away from even Kevin's approach is these are things you want but don't necessarily need um there is they are infrequent things that you buy but they are not uh there's not a cadence to them necessarily you can have something that's infrequent but it is regular in in its infrequency so this is not on a schedule um and and i think it's it's some what, what I think is really important is it's something for you. You know, Kevin, you mentioned, you know, going out to trivia and stuff like that. There is, I, I do budgeting, I think not d dissimilar to how you do it, Kevin. And the money, you know, there's like a bucket of, of money that I almost put towards basically social things. But usually those aren't just for me. I mean, there may be aspects that are just for me, but it's usually part of a group. And I feel like that is that is a need in, in some ways. And that's where it can kind of vary, you know, how do you describe need? But I recently ordered a new phone, which will be here eventually. And it's like, well, is that a gift? It's like, well, no, my phone is five years old and I kind of need a phone to function. So, so like a gift is something different. And this is where I think for me is really important. It's for me, it's something I want, but it's something I wouldn't normally get myself. And so if I buy myself uh, a new shirt or something, maybe I wouldn't normally get that for myself, but that's, that's like a need. And so there's another level of like, something that I almost won't think about. I don't want to touch it, even though I recognize it's something I want. And that's where it gets hard for me. Like I actually, I also, we got a new TV for our house. My TV is old ish, but I would have been fine with the same TV, but it was like a group thing. And we decided we need to get this. So that doesn't even feel like a gift either, I, but yeah. it's the, it's the ephemeral thing of like, I don't even want to talk about it. That's a gift. Yeah. Well, that's that's interesting because the TV, like, on the one hand, it is a commonly used thing. It's not just for yourself. 
but I, I'm I'm fascinated to hear you talk about you know t like buying a t-shirt as like a, a need thing because like I think you can sort of tell like that's the kind of thing where you have to draw a line like I have I have a wardrobe I have enough clothes to mm -hmm. to wear on a regular basis and so am I like you know am I just adding on top or am I sort of filling a gap but I want to I want to challenge I want to challenge some of these assumptions about, you know, it only being a thing that you are going to use. And here, I think I have the perfect thought experiment grenade to throw. Um, we are all, I think, at least on some level, maybe perhaps Kevin less so, but we're all people that like to cook. But, you know, anything in a kitchen, when you share a living space with someone, is inherently going to be used by multiple people. Um, would you not consider buying, like, a really nice chef's knife as a gift to yourself? Um... That is a gift I have purchased for someone before, and I would definitely consider it. Well, see, hmm. you see how this gets hard so because, like, I, I think it well, will. So, why is if it I, a gift may, for someone else, if, but not if, a gift for yourself? You know what I mean? If, if I may, I buy well, and I'm about to go somewhere where I will buy knives, and, and so that's a little bit different. This but is why I'm thinking have, about this. Yeah, when I have purchased knives for myself before. It has been purposes of upgrading. You get the Victorinox Chef's Nice, which is really solid. Highly recommend it to everybody. You start there. And then you, after a while, you go, hey, I'm really using this, and I could use something with a better blade that I could maintain myself and everything. And then it, then it kind of feels like it's been five years. I need a new phone. Like, if it becomes something that is integral to your life, then to go back to last week, uh, I am merely upgrading, but the, if if I enter, if I get, if I get, which I will, if I get a cleaver of some sort, like a fancy vegetable cleaver, <laughs> that is a gift because I absolutely do not need that. Okay. And I'm saying it, but I feel almost guilty expressing that I want it. I, I need to challenge that assumption again. Okay. So look, you'll see down in the bottom corner of my skype screen you'll see the the sort of the side of some uh some guitars and that like i've played the guitar since i was 15 years old no much younger than that since i was like 12 i've been playing the guitar for mm -hmm. nigh on 20 years now um and i would absolutely call that like an integral part of my life mm -hmm. um but I, I don't know. I don't think there's any way to spin buying guitar stuff uh, outside. Not like buying new strings because a string broke or something like that. But like buying a pedal or buying a guitar like that can't be anything but giving yourself a gift. Right. I'm not a, I mean, I'm not a touring I, you, musician. So like, yeah, you you have to eat 
for you to eat, you do not have to be a touring musician. To eat, <laughs> I think I necessarily have to have a knife. But there are certain, there are limits to that. I'm expressing you're right that there are limits to that. But Max? Well, I think it depends when you draw the line of upgrading. Consultant. I think it depends on how much, again, it goes back to each person individual. And like, how much joy do you get out of that upgrade? Like for me, if I upgrade my phone, it's like a, it's almost a burden. It's like, it does the same thing. I don't care that the camera's better. Like it, d- it does not change my life. And I don't consider it a gift. I consider it like I had to get it because my old one's battery sucked. But like yeah. my teapot is an exact example of an yeah. upgrade because my teapot, which I held up, I've had since high school and it works fine. But I, when I pick one out that I really like and I get to use a different one each day, I'm going to get a lot of joy from that. And so yeah. I see that as a gift. So I think for Sean's question, it could go either way. For me, the knife, like, I don't really care that much for my chef's knife. I use it all the time. But at the same time, like, I don't think an upgrade would necessarily give me, like, warm fuzzies every time I use it. But I can't say for sure because I haven't done that. If someone then got, it's like, not... if Pierce got me a really nice chef's knife, it probably would. And so maybe it would go the same way. If, if someone else got me that gift, I'd be like, wow, this knife is, is really nice. And if it made me think about you know, him every time I cooked with it in a, in a good way, not in a savvy way, like that'd be really nice. So, okay. I, so I think it could actually go that way. So it's, it's almost like this, this inverse in some ways is, is you're saying that you don't feel like you would, you need an upgrade on your knife. And by saying that, like, you know, you have a different framing than me. And I feel like that is what makes the prospect of a new knife into a gift it's like you're almost not even thinking about it as something you want if it came to you you would be plenty happy but you don't recognize it you don't recognize that continuum i like like that framing it's like if i bought myself new skis this year that would be a gift for myself because i got new skis two years ago so i don't need new skis i like my skis but a second pair of skis would be awesome i would love it (laughs) yeah i think it's something where it's like you can't quite like there's no possible way to justify the like the utility of what you're getting yeah. where so like one thing i i got myself a uh uh so while i said i've, I've you know grown a lot in terms of paying money for experiences i still have a really hard time just buying stuff um and i recently bought or particularly clothes and i recently bought a pair of nice joggers from lululemon which is probably the first time i've paid a good amount of money for uh athleisure for lack of a, a better phrase that's the term um and at the time it felt like a gift because it's like there's no way this is going to be worth the money but now i'm a couple weeks in like yeah, it might have been it might have been worth the money so i don't know if it, i don't know if it qualifies for the gift anymore and but. now and now it's like you'll and it's let's say this year it is totally fine for you to get more of those pants if they make you happy but now it is an upgrade or a diversification of your jogger color portfolio so that you have that in your life because now you recognize it's like it is good that i have these i really like the chef knife or i like that i have a boning knife and right. a chef's knife i could expand upon that right, but I get, like with the knife example it's like well for some to some level buying the nicer knife gives you enough like you can justify the utility of the nice nicer knife but when you get too nice then all of a sudden then like at some point it becomes like this isn't actually worth the money but i want it and it's a gift i'm i'm fascinated by this idea that one of the components is that it has to be something where you expect that you are not going to get utility equivalent to or greater than the money that you spend on something because like 
if you this doesn't that doesn't equate for me at all because if you don't think you are going it is going to live up to what you paid for it why did you buy it the whole reason we buy things well, is because uh, the whole reason we buy the specific things that we buy i realize that they're like they're you you're meeting needs uh, up to a minimum threshold you are meeting a you know you're meeting a need but even for needs above a certain basic threshold you are choosing between options in a category based on what you think you will get the most utility out of like a, a guitar is an expensive thing if i didn't think i was going to get you know multiples of the value the monetary values worth of utility out of the time I'm going to spend using it. I would never buy it. I don't, I don't know. I don't, that one doesn't, so I, I, I for, doesn't add up to me at all. I think it's like, for me, the reason, like if I didn't apply something like that, then I could call almost nothing a gift because like one inefficiency is that I'll, I might spend just as much time picking out something that costs $30 as I do that costs $300, which would be it's just kind of ridiculous you should spend more time picking out things that are more expensive mm -hmm. so like if I, I i'd like to think that everything i buy i have carefully considered and decided that it is worth the money and then at that point it doesn't really feel like so the, a gift so i get the, so oh, and that's, that's why that for me that might the definition might work more. right and that that feeling is what i was trying to understand better like that and i still i differ from that because i think that like I think there really is something to be said and, and we've talked a lot about like sort of experiential gifts like some of these things are things you have to like plan and save up for you know I don't I don't think it only becomes a gift if you buy it spur of the moment on little consideration mm. you know I bought a guitar this year and I shopped for months to be able to even like find it at a store that I was in driving distance of. So I think, at least for me, <laughs> I think this idea of utility is really important. And if I think about the way that normally gifts are given, and like, you know, they're really, really good gifts where it's where it's a surprise. It's really hard to surprise yourself. So for me, it's like, can you even give a gift without the, the aspect of surprise in some capacity? Um, Maybe not, but let's let's assume that, that I can still give myself a gift. The other thing that's nice about the surprise, and I think what we're getting to here, is when someone else gets something for you, part of the reason someone gives you a gift is like they don't want you to think of, of the utility of it. You're not beholden to them. It was a gift. And so a lot of times the reason I don't get myself things that feel like a, uh, a stretch or a want versus a need is because I justify it out kind of in this way of, of utility. It's like, I don't really need that. Am I even going to use that? Like, like a pizza oven. Do I need that? No. And I keep, you know, and sometimes I think about it I'm like, ah, no, I don't want to do that. Or, or the quarterly time when I text you all about a gaming console and then I don't do it. I'm not going to use it. The thing about a gift is it frees you from, I think it frees you from that cycle of utility. You can just use the damn thing however you want. It's okay. It's a gift. 
okay it is forgiveness it is it is forgiveness and grace that you are giving yourself that's that's what a gift is i I understand that better now i i okay we're we're on the same page i think we we were ending up at the same place but maybe like coming at it from different ways yeah but you're still saying that you think that the guitar was a gift to yourself right i i i do but like i i think i think the difference is that like I think you can give yourself the grace on the front end and say, like, this is a thing that I want and I know, like, it's going to take me a while to get it. I'm going to seek it out. Like, it's not only at the moment of the transaction. That's what was taking a second for me to, like, to connect the wires on. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I I just this is a point I just came to as we're talking about here. But uh, now I'm having a moment of you know Max, you you talked about um, you know self care and thinking about your well being, and a lot of a lot of that is in my household. It comes up a good amount, and and I think it fortunately is coming up in lots and lots of households now. But I feel like a gift, if that's the way you get to this concept, it, it feels good in terms of like you know, forgiving yourself, allowing yourself to, to take a break or, or do something you really want and not have a strings attached and yeah, like grace and allowing yourself that as that is a really hard practice. And, and Kevin, you know, your, um, apprehension about spending money on stuff, I totally have felt like that and continue to feel like that. And if this exercise of giving myself a gift is the way I get more comfortable with that, um, you know, be it a knife or a TV or probably going to need to get a new mattress this year. If that's what, if that's what takes me there, then I think that that's really the act of giving myself a gift. That's what's really important, at least to me. Yeah. I think that, uh, I, I push back on that. I, I guess I push back a bit on the idea that it's like good for you just in terms of I just think that's personal. So like, I mm-hmm. don't like giving gifts to anyone. Like one, one reason why Julia and I are both compatible is that if you have ever heard of these like love languages, one of them is gift giving. And both of us just like, we, that's not one of our love languages at all. And so like, we don't really get each other that many gifts ever um, outside of just like household things that we both like, just because we find that the the process of of giving gifts can be just like it can just not be fun like if nothing just comes to you then you're just kind of doing it to do it and mm-hmm. we just don't really get enjoyment out of it so and I, i'd apply it to myself like i don't um i don't like giving gifts so i wouldn't want to give myself a gift that often now every once in a while if the right thing comes up then it's fun but i don't like go searching for the thing I think I, I, I agree with that somewhat. I think for me, it, it materializes in a, in a short list I keep on my phone of random things that I think like, huh, I kind of want that. And then it disappears and I write it down and then I see it. And then at some point after some number of months, I usually just take it off the list because I'm like, nah, I don't need that. And then I think to Pierce's point, it's every once in a while being like, you know, who cares if I don't need it? Like, who cares if I like this is a quote unquote irresponsible or stupid purchase like if i can afford it like i'm just gonna buy it as a gift for myself and but i don't do that very often but uh 
but it goes back to i think it's it's a personal care thing it's whatever works for you like sean you mentioned buying books for yourself like i i go to trader joe's regularly and i buy things there that i do not need and i guess they are technically groceries because it's a grocery store but like it, this is different like the mango chutney on the went from the new shelves doesn't count as my groceries like that is a gift for myself but because i do that so often i don't necessarily think about it the same way i think it, that's probably similar to sean buying books we're like it's still mm-hmm. it is it's me buying myself a gift because it's something that i want that i like absolutely do not need and it's just for me like if i wasn't there bridget would not buy it um so i should recognize those but i think it's also to, to pierce's point especially for some some maybe bigger purchases or something like a guitar or new skis it's really it's giving yourself the forgiveness to say like forgiveness or giving yourself the ability to say like you know maybe maybe it's okay that this doesn't fit perfectly in my in all my other buckets or, or something like that whether that's a utility argument or, or something else um i don't know yeah and and kevin i think your way of thinking and and like the act of gift giving and being uncomfortable like uncomfortable is the wrong term but like just not getting the type of joy from it that is helpful too um, but I, I mean, I would imagine that like, that's, that's where some of these concepts for gifts and like still recognizing that a gift is a thing, but maybe it is not, um, a traditional thing. I, I think that there's still finding the thing that you, that you can make time for to give you joy that you wouldn't normally do. Um, I, I mean, that's that's something i think of too we've talked before on this like how i'm like i hate when i have days where i do nothing and i've gotten much better about that and is that not a gift to myself allowing myself to do nothing that's not that's not anybody exchanging gift with me it's not a thing it's not even it's actually the lack of an experience but i think that i don't know that's that's a gift that i've started giving myself if we're going to use these very general terms yeah all right what is the next gift that you're gonna get yourself <laughs> well for me the the one i've been tossing around forever is that i could use a new gaming computer um maybe one that i worked on the chip for and mm. i just i just can't quite <laughs> i can't quite pull the trigger uh yeah. after, right now my excuse is like oh i'm gonna be moving in like eight months so i don't want to buy anything but yeah. I've been, using, I've been using that excuse for years. So. <laughs> Maybe it will happen this winter. We'll see when I'm done with Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, love it. I already expressed mine, which will probably be a knife slash knives. Um, or a capsule hotel. All right. Well, I have to stay somewhere. Like that, that's an instance where necessarily I have to stay somewhere. But uh, Max, John, any, <laughs> any gifts that have, have uh, come to mind? I pulled the trigger on the PS5 last week, so I'm probably good oh. for a while. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that I will. Counts. Yeah. Oh, oh, that definitely counts for sure. Um, <laughs> I I also booked a uh, I I booked a trip for the weekend after Thanksgiving to go to New York and visit my siblings and to go finally for the first time ever see the hold steady with my brother mm-hmm. um but the flights were booked with a flight credit that i had and my brother is buying the tickets so i'm not I, i'm not actually spending anything on that trip other than like 
food incidentals and Ubers and shit. So that doesn't really count. Well, that'll run you a solid thousand dollars, though, right? (laughs) 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 We'll see. Um, Besides the teapot, Max. I I I don't have much else on a list. Mine might be an impulsive one. Um, You know. Well, I I mean lean into the impulse i think that's what i'm hearing from this is like if you have the impulse and you have the the funds to do it just do it <laughs> that's what makes the yeah or as we just heard with kevin you can you can soup up your car and really tune that out maybe get the nice <laughs> stance on your uh yeah. civic that you've dropped bronco could use some updates well the the infrequency the infrequency of it is something that matters and that you i think all of you in in some form or fashion brought that up. And so like, I don't know if the advice is given the impulse every time you have it. I think it's definitively not that, but you know, but as has been like the final lesson in so many of the episodes we've done, just like be mindful, be thoughtful about yourself. you we, we, yeah. if we advise you so often to be, thoughtful when it comes to other people and and how you move yourself out in the world and and how what you do affects others but like be mindful of yourself too and you know recognize that you haven't given into the impulse in a little while that that's the time that you do it so yeah okay um on that note let's uh let's move on Pierce, what are you sorry for this week? Uh, so this actually has to do with gifts because uh, last year I was given a very, very nice gift card. And we've talked about those before, but it was specifically to a wine store in the D.C. area um, for me to buy wine to, uh, you know, be a great host for a long time to come, honestly. So I was in the area and I could finally make good on that and go pick up wine and drive the wine back in my car to Atlanta. So I went in the store and I had an idea, a couple ways I could go with the gift card. So what I'm apologizing for is the amazing Italian wine consultant at this place that I will not name for fear of further embarrassment. I go in there, I've talked to this guy before I was in some months ago and Occasionally, in places where I deal with service people, I've gotten much better about this, but sometimes I will just break down into a puddle of over-explaining and being like, hey, remember that one time we talked with this other person? You remember that, right? And we just said we'd do this. And then I realized that I've spent three minutes talking about basically nothing, and they want to help me, but they have nothing to go on because I've just said, (laughs) Italy wine's good, right? And fortunately, (laughs) no one else is in the store. And I also had a backpack on from work. So I felt like I looked like a total, I don't know, like a college student or something. So I was like insecure about how I looked in a wine store, which is a thing that happens somewhat frequently. Um, But eventually I calmed down and I had a good discussion and I ended up with 13 bottles of wine. Um, which I'm very happy about and will be able to enjoy for a long time. And there will be a story about all of them. And that's really great. But I'm really sorry to the unnamed wine consultant at the unnamed wine store in the DC area for 
I'm sure making him feel as awkward as I felt. Um, but something really good came out of it. So I don't know. It's it's kind of like when you when you go to dinner and people like get really stressed about picking the wine and like sounding sophisticated and everything else. Just ask the people that know, and if you give them a little bit and you're enthusiastic, they will help you. But instead, I I don't know. I just turned into a puddle, and I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you also probably committed an interstate felony smoking the bandit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I That's, I mean, Thir- just... 13 just bottles of wine Uber. is no joke. Yeah, just in the Uber going from scotch in his car. DC, yeah, just it, just in the Uber going from DC to Virginia, I'm sure was a, a crime in itself, and that I did it across many states. But <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, uh, I don't really have a traditional big idea from pop culture this week. What I do have is a thought experiment um, that I I ha- Not again. that I happened upon as I was uh, mindlessly scrolling through uh videos on instagram uh earlier today it wasn't last yeah it was today not last night um and and i'm fascinated by this because i immediately thought that there was only one reasonable answer and the person who was being posed the question picked one of the more unreasonable answers i thought um all right for one million dollars there's one million dollars on the line but you have to successfully do one of three things which do you choose you get 10 swings of the bat to make contact against shohei otani you get 10 attempts to tackle derrick henry in the open field or you get 10 possessions to score one time on lebron james I, I I think I don't think I don't think I, 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 I don't like... I don't think I could do this. I just want to say I don't yeah. think I could do this. I'm not obviously be one of those people. Uh, let's let's understand. Right. We'll but stipulate at the top making that obviously... contact. I... No. Ten chances to make contact. No, that's the one. Mine is Derek. My Derek Henry is mine. <laughs> yeah. no, that's it's, guys, it's LeBron. It's obviously how. Le- you, you luck into him not getting his arm up in time once. Derek, you will... He will get his arm up. You will get his arm just, up. Do I have to I make the basket it. or do I have to just hit the rim? He you can foul will. you. He can just foul you. You will... You gotta try to bunt against Otani. I, I'm with Pierce. There's no chance. <laughs> yeah. If you square up to bunt, he will throw it through your face. Uh, you'll he, you'll he never... He doesn't know how to bunt. <laughs> you will never even get within six feet feet of the ball i guarantee yeah, and it against lebron you'll never have the ball in your hands yeah, have, yeah I wait, definitely. hang on you nobody's you ever start seen the ball. it's like one-on-one yeah yeah you start, yeah, like you, you start with the ball yeah. you've never seen the videos of the kids at these like at like steph curry's basketball camp who will like beat i i know steph is not like an elite defender but right compared to a high school kid LeBron of course he is trying I'm assuming LeBron is trying with all of his might to yeah. stop me yeah. in this exercise. You, you, I mean, like, I know everyone's I mean, like, oh, he's, also, no, he's no Jordan or Kobe. Is Derrick Henry yeah, is also he is. trying his hardest to score. So. Yeah. Just, I, I don't I mean, think you – Derrick Henry's got to be the worst answer, right? I don't even know how you can physical, get a chance at that. 
It is physically yeah. impossible. Derrick Henry is is fine because you'll never tackle him. You will never catch him. You will ne- You won't get closer to Derrick Henry than you will get to the pitch. You will be very far away from him because he is giant and he is also very very fast. But I. I'm t- right, well. I don't know. I I thought it was very obvious that the only answer that you I, might have even an iota of a shot at is LeBron. How far how far is the check? Like when I check ball, like how, how much space do I have? That's that's what really will determine. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I I it don't does. think you understand. It, it doesn't does. matter. It does matter. Once the pitch once the pitch leaves his hand, it's just you and the ball. And I know that's oversimplifying, but like contact listen getting getting the ball to the rim against lebron will be impressive it will be impressive that's just getting it to the rim contact can i just ask getting an arm around henry impressive you, again, you have to assume that you have to assume that Shohei Itani is trying to strike you out not just throwing the ball that means like they will be strikes that's in my favor that is in my favor some of who, them will be strikes. Who said they'll? Yeah, who said they'll be? Who they'll be strikes? Can I just ask? Did anyone? Well, I meant like he's he's trying to make it so that you. I don't know. Did anyone in in this chat play even high school baseball? Because I didn't. Hey, I'm 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 with you, Sean. I, that's not the one I'm picking. On to trivia. Pick Derek Henry. On to trivia. Yeah, that's not that's not personal enough. trivia. On to trivia. <laughs> All my, right. My gut was to pick the LeBron one, and then I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, he's what. With his arms up, he's like four feet taller. He's just than gonna me. get like, up I in your face. Yeah. I, that seems more that they all seem impossible to me. But at least to Pierce's point, with the bat, I can kind of just go like this and and contact one out of ten. Like maybe it'll hit. I don't know. You didn't say it needs to be a fair ball. <laughs> contact. <laughs> just moving the bat around. Like that's the thing. That's the thing. A, that is a little bit that is the there. only that is the only thing where you can actually fail in the normal course of the game, and it's still a win tackling that is success in this sport scoring a point that is a success contact not necessarily uh, okay yeah we we gotta stop but this is fascinating all right max hit us with a trivia question yes this one is coming from uh i was having a brain block so my wife bridget helped me come up with this one uh it's kind of random but we're doing a little this day in history so um trying to see what happened today is uh september 27th so we're like, okay, what happened this day in history? So this day it's in not history, a Civil War question, jeez. September 27th, 1590. Fuck you. Pope Urban Seventh dies of malaria. Okay. Um, Pope Urban Seventh was obviously Pope. He was the head of the Catholic Church, born Giovanni Battista Castagna. Um, 1590. He, uh, during his papacy, he did... Uh, create a smoking ban in churches, which is kind of cool. But anyway, uh, Pope Urban the Seventh had the shortest papacy in history uh, oh. by dying on September twenty seventh, fifteen ninety. Uh, how long was he pope? Closest person wins. <laughs> Wow. You said you said during his papacy he passed the ban. Uh 
I'm sorry, do you think that's going to help you answer the question? Churches across the world was implemented. I would ignore that. I was just giving some color to the question. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, yeah. He's remembered for uh, instituting the world's first known public smoking ban, threatening excommunication for those using tobacco in or near a church. Okay. Three months. Oh, wow. That's very short. I'm going to do... I'm going to do one month. All right. Well, I'm just going to, I'm going to be an asshole and say three months in one day. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> all right. So you all went over. Pope <laughs> <laughs> wins with one month. Pope Urban VII was Pope from uh, September 15th to September 27th, 1590. Holy before shit. dying of malaria. That's... For a total of 12 days in office. Oh my god. Uh, for, for all the Vatican scholars out there, I want to know how this this ban was put in place. Because I, I do that too. Mean he I just saw, to... you know, did he just do a... Well, I assume it was like in, in action and then it just happened to fin the, cross the finish line when he got there. Is... Yeah. I would think I so too. What... What a what a what a what a podcast! And why guys. do you think he died? Do you think it was malaria? Do you think someone killed him? We we've talked about today. We've talked about well being and and you know kind of financial health in a way. Uh, we we talked about really silly sports stuff. And what did we end with? Men thinking about the extension of the Roman Empire in a way. You know, Rome deciding how the world works. Isn't that right? Isn't that appropriate? So good oh job, God. good job out there. All right, that's the end of the show. You can find us at our home on the web, www.prettyokpod.com, or you can subscribe to the show feed uh, on your podcast app of choice. We'll be back again soon to talk about something else. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. I'm Kevin. Thanks for listening. Bye. And you've flown out to the swell.